Um, it also improves your relationships because in relationships, if you focus, if you put your attention on the things that you love in that relationship, instead of nitpicking and finding things that you don't appreciate or that you don't like, you're going to receive more of that. So focus on the things that you love and admire and be grateful for them. You're going to only see that. I swear, like the others just disappear. <laughs> Welcome to Doing It For The Dharma. In this series, we'll be following the stories of inspiring humans who are following their soul's calling. I'm your host, Maddie Lynch, the vegan yogi traveler, and it is my mission to share these inspiring stories with you so that you too can feel the inspiration to follow your dharma. Namaste, sweet, sweet souls. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Doing It For The Dharma. It's so good to have you here. I feel very blessed to be in a new home. Uh, We moved, this is the seventh time we've moved since living in Cabarete. So hopefully this will be the last for a while and we can set up a little nest and get grounded and but it's super super sweet and I feel very very happy to be here and and if you listen to my previous episode about my raw wild healing journey you know that a lot has been going on and recently I've had some answers regarding my health and it turns out that I've had salmonella, which is pretty crazy. But uh, it's it's kind of common over here with the the water. You can't drink it. It's not safe. And and just living in a in a country that has a lower economic status, like we're a little bit more susceptible to these things. Um, but luckily, I'm coming to the end of it. And I really feel like since being in this new space, a lot of healing is was going to take place and I recently had an astrology reading with a beautiful goddess named Amanda I want to get her on the show and it showed in my chart that in basically for the past few months I've been going through like this psychic surgery astrologically where I've been really going through it a lot of karmic patterns have been playing out and my health has been massively impacted and she said August, September, you're coming out of it. You're going to be returning home to yourself. Um, So I feel very, very grateful that I'm coming out of that (laughs) pattern. Um, But yeah, the chat reading was really, really amazing. So I want to get her on the show so we can pick her brain because she knew so much also about Tantra and archetypes and the goddesses. And it was really, really amazing. But hopefully I'll have her on soon. But this episode that I have to share with you is actually a very old recording from almost a year ago now, crazily enough. And for some reason, the universe just never aligned that I shared it until now. And it's actually such a beautiful interview with another beautiful goddess called Nina. And Nina is a Reiki master, a wonderful mother, and a gratitude connoisseur. And in this episode, she shares about her experiences of growing up in an alternative family, life as a world traveler, her experiences raising conscious children, 
And beautifully in this episode, she shares about the healing power of gratitude, how gratitude can help us to heal our relationships and help us on our spiritual journey. And lastly, towards the end of the episode, she gives us a little exercise on how we can connect to our spirit guides. So I really, really love this one. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Lena, thank you so much for doing this with me. And I warmly welcome you to doing it for the Dharma. Thank so, you for having me. Yes. Such a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question, as we know, what mm. does Dharma mean to you? Okay, so Dharma for me is your life purpose. Um, so life purpose as well for me is probably different than what it is for most. It's not really like a certain career path or a job or something that you think you need to accomplish. It's more just living your life, serving others and mm. serving others where it brings joy for yourself and where it also brings joy for them. That is what Dharma is for me. That's my interpretation of it. Oh, I love that so much. And you said you went to show, but no, like that's exactly the philosophy. Like, yeah, not just doing something for yourself, but something that actually values other people too, which is just so yes. important. Yes, and definitely. I know, yeah, and I know that like, oh, you're doing so many cool things. And I know that you're doing this huge project in particular, which is valuing the lives of so many people. Mm -hmm. But before we go into that, mm -hmm. um, if you could just give a little bit of a background on who you are, a little little miniature mm -hmm. version of your history, and then we'll dive in deeper. Okay, so I am originally from Northern Ireland. Um, that's where I grew up. And when um, I was 10, we moved to France for two years. Um, so I went straight into an all French school and I became fluent in, in French very quickly. I had no choice. Um, <laughs> And we were there for two years and then we came back to Northern Ireland. And from there, I just got like this. I just wanted to travel and experience other cultures. Um, and I also grew up in a very alternative family. And so I just <laughs> wanted to go out there in the world. And yeah, so then from there, I moved to Amsterdam for a year and a half. And then from there, <laughs> I moved to Corsica for a year. Um, and from Corsica, I moved on to America for just over a year. And then from America, <laughs> I moved to Australia. And I've been here for six and a half years now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. I think you're living my dream life. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's been really awesome. And just like meeting different people and having connections all over the world and still being in touch with them is such a great experience to have. Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. And it's true because like, yeah, from just from my own travel experiences, yeah, when you have those connections in different countries, it's like the whole world is no longer like this strange or scary place. It's like, oh, I can go here and see this person. Yes. Yeah, that's so yeah. special. Yeah. Damn, amazing. <laughs> I actually want to ask you a little bit about like how was that experience for you then like transitioning to so many different countries and places were you able to adapt quite well or was it difficult to then start fresh every single time um well obviously like it was really um I was always very nervous before going to a different country but once I got there and you know kind of met my my tribe <laughs> I was fine I feel like it's very easy for me to adapt to anywhere because I'm very open-minded and I'm just curious about everything and I just want to discover more about other people or their culture just I'm so open and I'm just <laughs> like 
give me everything <laughs> show me the way yeah. <laughs> i love that attitude so much i can resonate with that definitely and yeah you mentioned briefly that you grew up in an alternative family i'm definitely curious to hear a little bit more about that as well if you're open okay. to sharing yeah yeah no problem so um i grew up with uh my brother and my mom and dad and alternative i mean like we we're, our medicine was like plant medicine. If we were sick, we wouldn't go to a doctor. We would go to a kinesiologist who muscle tests you. And it's more based on the individual. And if maybe we had a uh, physical ailment, it would be something emotional. So my mom would do like an emotional code and like clear the emotions and help us release them. So that way it was alternative. It wasn't. And we grew up um, vegetarian and we did a few years of just eating raw we also wow. meditated as a family. So we did all these amazing, <laughs> amazing things as a family. And it wasn't um, the norm, especially like going to high school. It wasn't the norm with everyone, all of my friends. Um, so we were different, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. And it must have worked because you look about 21 years old. <laughs> oh I have Thank no you. idea how old you are. Thank you. I'm 27. 27. 27. Like yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like you look so young like I jumped on here expecting to see like a bit of an old lady I'm like oh. <laughs> no. yeah I always get yeah. asked for my ID <laughs> I bet like, you do so oh. yeah it's crazy yeah that's amazing though oh I just I really hope that this will be the future one day and it won't be yeah. alternative anymore it'll just be the norm because I think but it is and it should be the normal like yeah. alternative medicine has been around for centuries whereas the, mm. the um, mainstream like pharmaceuticals has only been around for like the past hundred years. So it shouldn't really be called alternative, but it is because, yeah, <laughs> it's the society that we're in right now. But, um, mm. Yeah. That's a really good point. And it's interesting that you mentioned kinesiology and muscle testing because I'm sure you spoke with Marie. Um, for the <laughs> listeners, I was living in two communities with a good friend of mine, Marie, who I also have an episode with. And at the last community we were at, Shane, my friend Lucy's dad, who also is my last podcast interview, taught us this healing method, the Dawson program, and he taught us how to use kinesiology and muscle testing. And it's just so profound. Like, wow. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, yes. the body holds Everyone should be doing that. Do you do it with your children? I do, I do. Yes, yes. So what I do with them is they're not um because they're still little. They don't stand there for me and put their arm out. So I will um, <laughs> do like a distant one where I yeah. go into their um like into their subconscious, like into their field, and I test it through that. So I become them and then test them. I know it probably sounds crazy, but it works. I swear it works. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've definitely witnessed that, how you can use, yeah, like um, like a teddy bear. Well, not a teddy bear because you need something. But, yeah, you can take on. <laughs> that wouldn't work. <laughs> That's for distance breaking, not, not kinesiology. But, yeah, they did that with um, yes. they, they switched them around and, and tested the other people. This is interesting, yes. and I'm actually reading. Have you heard um, of the book Power versus Force? No, I haven't. Okay. No. Jane recommended it to me. Um, one of my other interviews recommended it to me, and it's wow. all about this kinesiology and muscle testing. I've just started reading it. Really that interesting. So cool. I would love to read that. Something, yeah. yeah, something that I would love to do. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Oh, so mm -hmm. good. Well, thank you so much for sharing that little insight into your life. It's so interesting, and I definitely feel like we could have a whole podcast episode just on your lifestyle and how you've been brought up and how you raise yeah. your children. Um, yes. 
Yeah, we could, but I know we're actually here for something else. So if (laughs) you could tell us all about your beautiful project that you have going on, that would be amazing. Okay, so I have this product that I have created called my gratitude box. Mm -hmm. And the reason behind creating it is I really want to bring more empathy and compassion into the world and help an individual. Like I truly believe helping an individual will help the, everyone else, like the whole collective consciousness. And we start with the individual raising their vibrations, and that is what gratitude does. It's a way of living as well. So um, I created this, uh, this gratitude box, um, and it has a journal in it with uh, gratitude quotes throughout, so you keep motivated and on track. Then there's a deck of cards with 30 different cards. So it goes into every area of your life that you can be grateful for. And there's so many areas you can be grateful for anything. So yeah, <laughs> health, relationships, wealth, um, and then your past, present, and even your future as well. Be grateful for your future. Um, so those are the different categories of the cards. And there's different exercises with examples. So you can start thinking outside the box. And really yeah. being grateful for everything in your life. Because what I noticed is there's so many gratitude journals out there. And they ask you for three things to be grateful for. But they don't really give you, they don't really guide you. And I feel like if you're starting out into gratitude, to have that guidance is really helpful to show you that you can be grateful for anything. And mm-hmm. just to really get into that vibration, into that feeling of gratitude. So that's why the cards are there is to guide you. And then I've added in a bamboo gratitude pen, just so when you're writing, you feel even more gratitude. And then there's a gratitude (laughs) natural um, river rock in there, um, which is engraved with gratitude. And so you just keep it somewhere that you'll see often or even put it in your pocket. So anytime you feel it or you see it, you instantly go back into that vibration of gratitude um, and think of something you're grateful for. So that's the box, and it's in a wooden box. It's a beautiful box. And it also has a little um, information um, pack inside to help you and show you the benefits as well of gratitude and why it's important. And yeah. Wow. I love this so much. Yeah, when I first saw it on Instagram from Jorge, I was like, what? What is this? This is amazing because, yeah, like, I'm so impressed because like you say, like a lot of gratitude journals, it is. I, I even have one here. It's like, yeah, what what three things are you grateful for? And I feel like this goes to a whole new level, especially with the way you've guided it with the cards. So this is such a powerful tool. And before we explore that more, I would just love to know what your your journey is with gratitude. Like when did that whole <laughs> come into your life? At such a young age. Like um, it was, I've always just, it's been like, um in me so my parents they would tell me that as a young as a young child I was the one who introduced gratitude to them you know they would be in a bad mood or something was getting them down I'd be like quick think of something you're grateful for think of 10 things you're grateful for and I've always done it I've always been able to reframe and switch my mind around to a positive one and I know through doing that the outcomes in your life and the people you attract the situations you attract to you is going to be one of pure like love and beauty and it's going to be yeah on your path of what you desire the most so that's whenever it started was at such a young age and I've always carried it through um when I got to my teenage years I've I went off path 
And I really noticed the difference of going off path, but I knew I needed to do that. Like now looking back, it was such a great experience of going off path and like being rebellious in a way (laughs) Um, to see that, yes, this isn't for me. This isn't who I am. And then going back and finding myself again and reconnecting within. Um, So gratitude has always been there and I teach it with the kids Every day, we're always doing gratitude and what they're grateful for. And just hearing what they're grateful for and why they're grateful for that is so cute. <laughs> I can imagine. That is so adorable. I, would, oh, I just had in my mind like a little video of your children. Like, I am grateful for. Oh, my God, <laughs> yes. I actually have a video that I took. Um, sometimes I video it because I just want to hear yeah. what the responses are. And one, um, I asked Olivia what she's grateful for. She said, for Finn, which is her brother. I'm like, why? And she's like, he's my best friend. And then hugs him. And it's, oh just, it's so sweet. <laughs> and he's that like, is yeah. amazing. How old are your children, by the way? So Olivia is three and a half and Finn is just over two. Wow, that is so beautiful. And it's so amazing that we have people like you who are raising children in such a way like you've been raised because then what beautiful humans are going to be on this earth? That's not to say we don't have beautiful humans on this earth, but, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's, I think it's so important to like start raising our consciousness and when it's planted in so young, like, oh, yes. this is where the magic lies. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to create, help create a new beautiful world, one that yeah. we're going to be going into. And I'm so excited. <laughs> wow, that's so incredible. It would be really interesting to hear about um, the, any science behind gratitude because I also have my own little journey with gratitude but it'd be interesting because I know on your website you have some information but maybe for the listeners who haven't really thought about how gratitude can really have such an impact on them if you mm-hmm. have any science yes, or research I do. <laughs> so on, on my website I have all the scientific links that you can click on for each um, section so really it improves your sleep so you have better all um, overall sleep So if you do gratitude before going to sleep, you're going to fall asleep quicker. You're going to wake up in gratitude because that's what you fell asleep on is gratitude. Whereas when people are um, thinking about things that they're worrying about before falling asleep, it will take longer to fall asleep. And then when they wake up, they will be in that state of worry. So it's really good to practice gratitude at night. Better sleep. It improves your sleep. Um, It also improves your relationships. Because in relationships, if you focus, if you put your attention on the things that you love in that relationship, instead of nitpicking and finding things that you don't appreciate or that you don't like, you're going to receive more of that. So focus on the things that you love and admire and be grateful for them. You're going to only see that. I swear, like the others just disappear. (laughs) It's crazy. So you improve your um, relationships. You also have deeper, more meaningful relationships too and connections with other people. Um, you can, you just appreciate life more, like, yeah, (laughs) so relationships, even your goals, science proves that you attain your goals faster because you're in this vibration of abundance and that's all you're going to attract to you is abundance, so you're going to get your goals faster and quicker and yeah, so Mm -hmm. there's a few, there's a lot more. Thanks so much for sharing. (laughs) Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, because this is also something that has been really prominent with my life as well. Like, I guess I had a somewhat similar 
experience to you where like one parent was very holistic and Reiki practitioner and doing lots of energy healing on me and was into that kind of thing and then the other parent was not so it was always some kind of common thread and, and similar to you as well in my teenage years I kind of delved down this other path and, and once again came back to who I truly am and it was really like a strong theme when I was at university. And I don't know if I've told you this already or not, but um, in my final year of uni, I did my, my I studied psychology yes. and I did my dissertation on the impact of gratitude journals. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes you told me. I yeah. Thought it was amazing. Yes. Yeah, so it was so cool. And like, yeah, I can, um, basically in the scientific field of gratitude, at that point in time, maybe it's changed now, there was only ever quantitative data mm -hmm. on the power of gratitude, which is great because you get the numbers and the figures and you get the statistics, this is this, brilliant. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't any qualitative data, so there wasn't any data on mm -hmm. the written meaning of people's experiences of gratitude. And I'm all about words, me. And I wanted <laughs> to hear, like, I wanted to hear... I wanted to hear people's experiences rather than just, like, a number in a, in a data stack. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got people yes. to gratitude journals every day and then I interviewed them afterwards and it was profound. Like you say, That's like people, amazing. Yeah, mm -hmm. people were experiencing like such depth in their relationships and connections. Like you say, they were motivated, they were working out more or working mm -hmm. on their projects. They found that they had more energy throughout the day and it was just incredible and just confirmed like the, the science yeah. and the data behind it, which was just so fucking cool. So. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool that you got everyone to do that and yes. see their experience firsthand. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. yes. So I just love that you're like bringing this to the world in such a new way. And like, how would you say people had the box? Like, how would you recommend people would use it? Would you say, okay, do it at night time or before bed? Is this something you can do throughout the day if people have time? Is there ways you can use it with yeah. other people? You can do it however you feel comfortable doing it because I know whenever someone tells you how to do it you don't want to do it that way so just do whatever feels right like you can use the cards as like oracle cards so just whichever one falls out of the deck or whichever one you feel drawn to you can do that one card for a week you know you can do it in the morning you can do it whenever you find time like I do whenever I find time because of the kids um, I do it with the kids what we do as a family um, ritual is we actually use the box we make the box empty and um the kids will choose a card finn's a bit little for this but olivia <laughs> she does it perfectly she chooses a card and i read it out and she will give me her answer and i write it down on a piece of paper and i write all of her answers down on a piece of paper and i put it in the box and then at the end of the month we open the box and we just read them to the kids and it's just wow. it's amazing it's so you can use it that way too it doesn't have to be yeah the exact way do whatever feels right for you and mm. you can do it with your family do it with your kids like have children involved yeah wow that is so beautiful I love that idea of like yeah reading reading out all of the little things because I guess like not all of the things that we're grateful for are going to be huge profound things every day like sometimes it's all the little things that makes up the whole big experience right mm -hmm. so. it is yeah it's the little things it really is that's where the power lies yeah, yeah. I love that so much and like what 
I guess maybe it's hard to answer this one because obviously this is something that's been really prominent throughout your life growing up. But what would you say the biggest impact on your life has been from the outcome of practicing your gratitude? Wow. (laughs) Um, It's a big one. Um, So really like because gratitude is just every day is magical to me. Like obviously I have down moments. We all do. That's being human. And you notice that they're there. Um, but it's just every day, yeah, just realizing and using gratitude in my little mundane tasks and just experiencing the beauty of life and manifesting has been a massive thing. I'm, I feel like I'm such a great manifester and it's really because of gratitude and because of my mindset and gratitude has really made my mindset this like unstoppable, <laughs> powerful mindset <laughs> and I will accomplish things and get things done that I want to do and that feel true to me and I truly believe it's through the power of gratitude it, gratitude is so magical it's so great and I feel everyone should be practicing it because the profound effects it has on your life are insane like yeah it's really hard to describe and put into words what gratitude does for me and also in a moment maybe whenever I'm feeling ungrounded and unbalanced I go back to gratitude and it grounds me. Gratitude is very grounding as well. Mm, yeah. Definitely. I guess, yeah, it just taps us back into the true, the truest essence of who we are because gratitude is vibrating at the energy of love, right? And, and who we really are is just pure love. love. It is, yes. Yeah, that's amazing. And like, okay, so you just briefly mentioned that you're manifesting a lot now. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear what your kind of manifestation rituals are and how that comes into mm-hmm. fruition. Because I think everyone okay. has that way of so, manifesting, right? So. Yeah. Okay. So, so mine um, is I will write down what I would like to receive. And then I write it down as if, so I'll say, I'm grateful for blah, blah, as if I've already received it. And I'll do this and I'll meditate with it, with those that piece of paper. I'll carry it with me everywhere. I won't particularly like keep looking at it. I'll just let it let it go. Um, I've also have, since I'm a Reiki master, I have a Reiki box and I put it in there with all the symbols <laughs> and I Reiki it as well. So I will Reiki my desires too. But it's really just writing them as if they've already happened. Um, and then going out in your day and just aligning with those desires. So a lot of people, they have these desires that they want to manifest, but they're not manifesting it because they're not embodying them. They're not aligning with them. So it could be something as simple as dressing the way that you would be, that your higher self would be dressing or speak the way or feed yourself with nourishing foods, really like self-care, love yourself wholly. And it's just yeah, doing these rituals, going out and living your life in a way as if you've already received them. Mm, I love that so much. And wow, we have a really similar manifestation process. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah, because I do the same also because I feel like when you write in the present tense as if you've already achieved, like the subconscious mind can't tell the difference between what is real and what is not, right? right? And then Mm -hmm. you add this magical ingredient of gratitude and it shifts up to that whole new level of vibration and attraction. Mm -hmm. Wow. I love that. And I love that you put it all in a box and give it some Reiki. That's a really good idea. I haven't done that one actually. And you can put your favorite crystals in there too as well Mm -hmm. and Reiki that. And um, and when there's a full moon, I'll put it out in the full moon with my crystals and stuff as well. And like there's so many different ways of, 
of doing it but mine are just yeah they're simple but they're powerful and I find it doesn't have to people overcomplicate things. it doesn't have to be like it's simple it's how you do it mm, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing thank you for sharing and okay. say someone is like kind of new at this whole journey of like manifestation and practicing gratitude aside from ordering your beautiful my gratitude box obviously do you have any other recommendations of like maybe books you've read or things you've watched or oh. you've listened to you can suggest um there's there's so many <laughs> there's so many but um actually that's a really good question I'm trying to think um I would suggest going within like this is what I feel everyone needs to do is to really go within go into their heart center open your heart center up so you are open to receiving because a lot of people have that closed off um open that up go within and really find out ask specific questions to find out what it is that you truly want, that you truly desire in this lifetime and go within, find that answer and then start, um, yeah, doing what feels right and moving towards that, also taking actionable steps towards that too. And don't just wait and feel like, oh, I need to wait for all the finance details to be in place. Just act upon it now because if you don't act upon it now, like that opportunity might leave so act upon it immediately you don't need the finer details um I know I've probably gone off of the question but yeah that's truly mm -hmm. go within and find out what your heart's desire truly is and go with that mm -hmm. yeah such an important message as well of like acting now because like you're right like in reality there is no perfect moment and there will never be a perfect moment to start something so yeah I really really love that advice like yeah if you want something go for it now that's beautiful mm -hmm. thank you so much <laughs> thank you <laughs> so much wisdom oh it's a shame you're, you're in Cairns if I if I um, manage to make my way up there we definitely have to connect because I feel like we have a right Yes, I feel it. And mm -hmm. I love that you're a Reiki master as well. If you could share mm -hmm. out your journey with Reiki, that would be amazing. Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, so I started, it was, um, I must have been 20 when I first came across Reiki. Yeah, so I always had like different healing modalities that I would use self-healing myself and then I came across Reiki and I became very good friends with this Reiki master and she attuned me to Reiki because I was seeing her every week for just a Reiki session I loved it so much um, and so she attuned me to Reiki so I could do it for myself and help others and yeah it was probably a couple years after that that I did level two and then I started doing lots of distant healings for people, um, mostly just family and friends, and just noticing their experience with it and just realizing that Reiki energy is so powerful. Then I got my level three because I wanted to teach it because I thought if I can teach people, even if it's just 100 people within a year, then these 100 people can teach another 100 people and pass on to another 100 people. And it's a ripple effect. So I'm creating a massive impact in the world by just teaching even just one person because that person will then go on and teach another and then another. And so I really just want to teach it now. Um, and that's what I'm being focusing on is teaching Reiki and getting out there and tuning people to that frequency as well. Yes. Wow, what a beautiful journey. <laughs> so <laughs> exciting. And I love that concept of the ripple effect. Like you say, like 
and actually Jorge and I were speaking about this today on WhatsApp. He was like, oh, you, you, you're so inspiring. And I was like, you're so inspiring and you're going to inspire these people and then they're going to get inspired and it's just going to keep on going. And yeah, it's just so, so powerful. And I really love that that was your intention as well with like teaching yes. this. Spread that. Yes, intention is so powerful. Your intent behind anything is powerful. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah I think as soon as we like start to realize that our words and even our thoughts hold so much power then I think you start to be a lot more conscious about the way that you do choose to think or the words you choose to speak to yourself Mm. or other people Mm. yes definitely I love Love it it. yes (laughs) and we didn't touch on it so just in case there's some listeners who aren't actually familiar with Reiki if you could just like give a little bit of a summary of what Reiki is okay so Reiki is life force energy and basically when you're attuned to Reiki to that frequency you can tap into it and you're just when you give Reiki to someone you are just the channel for it you're not the one doing the healing the Reiki energy is flowing through you to the person And the person's body is going to take what it needs to heal. And they're going to do the healing themselves. You're just guiding, you're just assisting them on their healing journey. And the Reiki energy is coming through you. So Reiki energy, life force energy, that's what it is. And it heals you. It can heal blockages as well, or um, emotional blockages too. Like I'll, I'll use it for that as well. You can it helps speed up manifestation too like reiki is so powerful you can use it for anything use it on your plants like i use it on my dog as well he loves it um you just yeah the kids as well just and it balances you it grounds you um yeah Mm, wonderful (laughs) i love that you use it on your children as well because that was such a I think that was such an important part of like my childhood and growing up like my mom giving me Reiki and she put crystals on my chakras and so beautiful it was amazing and I remember when I was young I could actually see the Reiki energy I can't anymore unfortunately (laughs) you can get back there (laughs) yeah I think I think yeah definitely can get back to it at some point hopefully Mm -hmm. but yeah I think that's amazing and like you said, like with the plants and your dog, like also works really well on technology. Have you tried that? Yes, it does. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Or whenever you're sending off like, um, like even whatever, emails and stuff, do it with Reiki energy. Like before a phone call, Reiki energy, the phone line, like it's so good. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I used to do it on all of my university assignments before I'd submit them so that when they open my assignment, they just feel so good. So, yes, so I, I do that with... Um, Especially for like if friends order my gratitude box, I will put Reiki energy in it and send mm-hmm. it off and even at the post office too. Um, but it's more like if they ask me for it, I would give them the option. You can have Reiki energy with it. And they always say, yes, like how can you not? I know. Well, that's, that's a good point though, because yeah, like with the ethics of Reiki, you can't just like force it upon people. You have to you ask. And ask even permission. Like, yeah, and even like a child or a dog, if they can't really say, you ask the higher self, right? You tune in yes, and receive yes. that, receive yes. that answer. Yes, oh. yeah, you have to. Yeah, <laughs> amazing, so good. And you, are you actually doing any trainings at the moment? Yeah, so um, I am fully booked. See again that you just put the Reiki energy towards it. You manifest. <laughs> be grateful for it, as if you've already have it fully booked, and it's fully booked. So I'm. Um, I have two um, course dates for level one lined up and they're both uh, fully booked. 
Um, so, and I have more people inquiring about it. So I'm going to set up other dates. Um, I just need to look at my schedule and make sure it's all, all good. But yes. It's beautiful. And is that taking place in Cairns? Where you are it right is now? In, um, in our home. It's so beautiful. We have this beautiful outside area just looking over the rainforest. We're on two and a half acres of just rainforest. And it's just peaceful. So, and it's a big open like veranda. And I thought it would be so beautiful to do out there. I just got an outdoor heater because it's cold <laughs> in the mornings. So, um, so, yeah, that's where I'm going to be. I'm going to be doing it just outside in nature. Like, oh, amazing. That's so good. And yeah, if you could share a little bit more about your course, because I have had some people recently like, asking me that they want they want to start getting into reiki and where do they begin like these people are in europe but i feel like right now on the energy of the planet like more and more people are being drawn towards this healing and and alternative ways of living (laughs) say someone wanted to take part in a reiki course like what would that really entail so we like so day one so it goes over a two-day period day one would be Um, teaching them the history of Reiki, just so they have a really good foundation and understanding of Reiki, where it came from, how it was came out there into the open, and also like delving into the myths as well of of Reiki, because they will have their own interpretation of what Reiki is. And Mm -hmm. so it's really taking them back to, well, this is the history of it. This is how it began. And I think that's really important to have in the course. It's for them to understand that. Then um, it's taking them through uh, the first attunement, which is attuning them to the frequency of Reiki, um, opening up their channels for that too, which I love. <laughs> um, then going into the science behind Reiki, because now there's a bit more science behind it, and hospitals are starting to t- take in Reiki as well, use Reiki, because it speeds up your recovery, right? Um, so there's a bit more science behind it now. So going into that as well, um, then having them do Reiki meditations. Now, this is really important for me is the Reiki meditations because it clears your channels of your baggage, your stuff that you have that might make the Reiki energy stick or not flow so freely. So it's teaching them to clear the different Reiki meditations to clear your channels um, and to do that every day. I do it every day still. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so Reiki meditations. Then another attunement um, then having them practice it on themselves and the different hand positions too and really just to feel for themselves what it feels like for them. And then day two is the, the next two achievements and then they'll practice on each other with the hand positions again just to really feel it and so they can feel what it's like to receive Reiki and the person can feel like what it's like to give Reiki um, and just make sure that they are in that vibration because I've noticed that a lot of people think they're giving Reiki, but they're not in the Reiki vibration. They're actually giving their own energy, which can make them drain, like they can drain themselves and they'll feel sick. And so it's getting them into that state too. So basically that's it in a nutshell. There's probably more to it as well. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And if you have um, like a website for your Reiki courses or a page, we'll definitely link that in the show notes for anyone who is in your area because that sounds amazing i want to come check out your veranda and all the good energy all the good energies everywhere but <laughs> i love that 
And if you could share it, because I think it would be really interesting to hear if you can remember what your first experience was like when you had your first Reiki achievement. Oh, my God. I can't really remember it. It was like every single experience with Reiki has been profound. Um, <laughs> even I tend to drift off and fall asleep. Fall asleep. <laughs> um, but whenever I'm asleep, I'm not fully asleep. Um, I've also had out-of-body experiences while receiving Reiki. Wow. Um, I've had my, like, uh, my grandfather, who passed on, he was in the room giving me this information <laughs> while I was getting <laughs> Reiki. <laughs> So it's just, yeah, every experience is different, but each one has been profound um, mm. for many different different reasons. So at the first one, I can't really remember. It must have been extremely profound because I kept doing it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And I'd love to hear more about these out-of-body experiences. I've always been so interested in this concept, but I've not actually experienced it before. Have you opened to sharing? So, yeah, definitely. So that was the first time of experiencing it was having um, a friend who's a Reiki master do Reiki on me. And basically I'm just outside of my body looking down. I can see her performing the Reiki, you know, hand movements, doing her thing. And I'm just watching it, but there's no thoughts going through my, like, there's no thought, I have no thoughts. I'm just observing what's taking place. And I can see my body there. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Wow. And that for me was insane. Like afterwards, you're like, what? <laughs> I can incredible. see everything taking place and I'm just observing it and no judgment, no questions, just observing. Mm. Mm, beautiful that's so interesting and I completely agree yeah because like every experience can be so can be so different as well like depending on the person that you're with and mm -hmm. I remember one time I was receiving Reiki from a beautiful friend Katina and it was at night time I think she started giving me Reiki at like nine o'clock or something and I think she did an hour but then I fell asleep as you do and then I woke up and it was and it was like I woke up and I saw her still over me, like all in white. I don't know if she was really wearing white or not. Still giving me Reiki. And then I glanced at the clock and it was midnight. And I thought, okay, she's been doing this a while, but whatever. And I fell back to sleep. And then the next day I was like, hey, Katina, like, why were you giving me Reiki for like three hours last night or however long it would have been? She was like, oh no, I just did an hour and then I left. Uh, and, but like, I must have seen an angel in the guise of my friend mm -hmm. Katina. Cause she like, calls upon um, great master Jesus Christ and like she calls mm. upon all of the angels in her healings as well yeah. I'm like damn like it must be an angel uh, yeah for uh. sure yeah that's so cool mm. wow that's a powerful yeah. powerful experience I love experiences like that or just even hearing yeah. stories from others. <laughs> it's you so too. cool it gives me goosebumps and just oh mm. it's such a great feeling yeah <laughs> yeah and I'm just so interested because I know that children are like really really connected especially to the realms that we can't really see as adults when we've had all this conditioning but mm -hmm. have you have you like had any experience with your children where they like can like see like energies or like remember past lives or I'm just curious I'm, I'm, always, I'm always asking them about their past lives constantly no, I love <laughs> like, that answers to know <laughs> Um, but not so much like, um, especially when they were so little, like newborn babies, they would just stare at certain spots in the room and I would just know they're seeing something, something's there. 
And even like they, um, Olivia has an imaginary friend that she'll talk about sometimes. And I'm like sure that she's seen someone or something, or it could be someone who's passed on, or it could be a spirit guide of her. It's like she could be seeing anything. So I'm always so curious, like, tell me more. And what does this person look like? And um, yeah, just find out more of what she can like communicate across with me. Um, and yeah, because I don't want her to close that that channel off I don't want her to close that off and a lot of people like as kids that's when we close it off um because yeah you might have a parent that doesn't understand and they're like you're not seeing anything stop that and then you start to question yourself and that's when you shut it off and I don't want that for them so Mm, yeah that's so beautiful that you're like nurturing their their gifts in a sense Mm -hmm. because yeah I think we're all born with it but like you say like it gets closed off if we have one parent or two who just completely disregard yes. that so yes. oh I love that that's amazing and like so we've talked a little bit about Reiki I know with Reiki I think it can be a little bit controversial because some teachers would say you have to protect your energy you have to mm-hmm. protect yourself before you do a session I know some other people say oh no you don't need to like is there any way in which you protect your energy and or you can offer advice yes. for people who would like to protect their energy field from from perhaps yeah. things that don't so much? Yes, so I do that. Um, I do it every day. It's, I will ground myself. I'll balance myself. Um, and then I'll protect myself in – a lot of people do it in a bubble. I have a triangle that I put myself in and just nothing negative or um, – can penetrate this and come into my field in my into my space only positivity and love or above like high frequencies can only come in and I do that every every day and whenever I'm finished with the client I will um, cut the cords I'll go and I'll wash my hands just to mm-hmm. you know cut that so I'm not still in their energy like I'm not taking on their energy um and I'll sage the room like I'll do my cleansing as well just to clear anything that may be there um that's what I do (laughs) and I also will do it with the kids as well is like protect them too and um yeah I think it's really important oh that's so wonderful and you touched upon grounding a little bit there what do what does grounding mean for you and what are some of your grounding practices okay so grounding to me is um really being uh grounded in this this 3d world because <laughs> it's so easy especially for me to be off there <laughs> in a different <laughs> frequency so it's really good to just come back and be in my body grounded within my body instead of up there uh, which I love being up there <laughs> you have to <laughs> um so for me what I do is I will go outside barefoot and I'll do my while I'm barefoot I will go through my chakras um like all, all of my chakras, not just the main seven of them. And I'll clear them, I'll balance myself, I'll go into my heart center and just also tell, telling myself like I'm grounded. That is so powerful just saying it. There's also um, an easy technique if you're out and you want to just ground very quickly, you just raise your hand above your head like as high up as you can and you just you can feel the energy as you pull it down and you pull it down just to your heart and then... You're just grounded and you say, I'm grounded and you, your intent is powerful. So your intent behind it is that you're grounding mm-hmm. yourself. Um, but yes, I will go for grounding walks a lot with the kids and just walk barefoot. They're always 
carpet. <laughs> um, yeah, just to ground ourselves back into this, um, yeah, into this world, into our bodies. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that practice. I'm definitely going to try that one with the hand at the heart level. That's so beautiful. And I'm just curious as well, like your partner, is he also into spirituality and all of these grounding and Reiki or is it a little bit? different I'm just curious so it's he's not to the extent that I am (laughs) so I'm like yes he he believes that there's something else there he before whenever I first met him he didn't believe in past lives or he just believed that when you die you die and that's it there's no more that we're not eternal beings um (laughs) and then I started talking to him about you know your soul's origination where you come from and you volunteer to be on this planet and um also about my guides because I speak with my guides a lot um and so he's kind of like came around and I've um been doing Reiki on him as well like there was a point where he didn't want any of this and then one day he's like Nina do Reiki for me please (laughs) and so he loves it um and just recently he's had his sore knee so I gave five minutes of Reiki on his knee and he could stretch his leg out again so he's now a believer in it um, and he does believe that there's other dimensions and that there's parallel universes. Like he's starting to look into it more. Um, he's massive. He's big into gratitude um, mm-hmm. and the law of attraction and these different things. So, yeah, so he's sort of there. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's his own journey. It's his own unique journey. And I can't rush it or be like, you have to do this. Like, it's <laughs> up to him. Um, and he'll get there in his own time. So I'm just there to support him and hold the space um, when he's ready to go Beautiful. further. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. And yeah, I think it's interesting because I feel like the masculine expresses their spirituality in a just a completely different way than the feminine. So I think it's easy to be like, oh, no, he's not spiritual. But it's like, oh, honey, it's probably more spiritual than you are. But he's just like <laughs> expressing it in other ways. And, and this is something that yes. I've really... Um, come to learn lately Mm -hmm. as well because yeah I think Mm -hmm. for me personally it is important that I can connect with someone who has like a belief in something higher and greater than themselves but doesn't necessarily have to look like chakras and reiki and meditation yeah it can be like other avenues as well which is so cool and he's came like in leaps and bounds like yeah and we're Mm -hmm. always that's the thing like I don't know everything at all (laughs) not no one knows everything and we're always learning and that's the beauty of life is learning i love learning new things and yes. learning from others and their experiences even paul like my partner he's taught me so many different things too and so it's a constant sharing experience and that is so beautiful definitely i'm curious how you guys met as well because obviously you've like traveled and moved around so much mm-hmm. like if you're open to sharing your story oh for sure beautiful. so um <laughs> We met in Melbourne. So I, my brother was living in Melbourne at the time and I just came over just for three months just to spend time with him and <laughs> maybe get a job. So like my first job, I went to go and have an interview at this new restaurant that just opened up and it was Paul's restaurant. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and so I got the job um, for the manager, being a manager. And from there, we went through so, so much together uh, we were constantly in each other's presence we, because we worked together from early morning till the evening. Um, <laughs> and 
so we just our relationship just grew and we grew into this beautiful friendship where we confided in each other and we were just there to help one another and then from there it just grew into something more into this like deep love this deep deep mm -hmm. connection there was always a connection there but it just grew even more into something so beautiful and now we have two kids again <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that. That's so wonderful. And I think as well, like, yeah, like when you're not looking, these things kind of just happen, yeah. right? It's so <laughs> true. Like I would never have expected that to ever have happened. And and I think it was at a stage of, in my life where I was like, I just want to be single. I want to focus on me and focus <laughs> on like building myself up and self-love and all these different things. Um, and that's whenever it happened. And that's true. It's once you let go of this idea and you just release, surrender and release and trust that whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And it's always going to work out in your highest good. And that's what happened to me. <laughs> it worked out in my highest good. I didn't expect it. I wasn't planning on it. I didn't want it. <laughs> but it happened. And I'm glad it did. Yeah. So wonderful. Thanks so much. I just, I love love. So I just love hearing about <laughs> stories. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing. And yeah, so you touched on an important point of like this, this ability to be able to surrender to the flow of life. Mm -hmm. So for people, because I think the word surrender typically has like a negative connotation, almost like you're being weak, but I think it's actually the opposite of that right so Powerful. yeah yeah if you can share a little bit again like what does surrender mean for you and how do you put that into place for someone who's like new to this okay so experience? let's go with like a desire so something that you want a desire you have and you want it so bad that that's all you're focusing on that's and you can't see anything else around or outside of it and you're attached to it. So you have this massive attachment to it. And it's really just getting to a point where you think, you know what, if this doesn't happen, that's okay. I'll be okay. I'll be safe. I am guided and supported no matter what. <laughs> I'll be fine. And if it doesn't work out, then there's something better for me in store. It's having that mindset. And that is really just surrendering to the universe, putting out there saying, this is what I want. But if there's something better for me, give me that. You know best. Like my higher self knows best of what's best for me in this lifetime. So it's really just um, surrendering to that idea, surrendering that you do not need this. The universe, your higher self, whatever you want to call it, knows what's best for you. Like you also know what's best for you, but you need to connect within to find out what's best for you. And then that's how you just surrender and release it, give it up and just release mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Um, yeah so true and I think the irony of it is is like when you do finally surrender like like going with the example of like something that you want when you finally surrender and let it go it's when it comes into your reality because there's no more resistance there right that's it that is so true <laughs> such a yeah. paradox a powerful paradox yes. it, is. it is yeah yeah I'm super so curious true. um by the way like what signs you are if you know your sun moon ascendant sign? Oh, i'm not sure i i found out like um my my numbers you know i have different numbers so oh, yeah. i found i found all of this out um maybe you can tell me <laughs> i don't know um but i think <laughs> my, um, i know that you do akashic records and i had that done oh, you so did? i found out where what planet planets i'm from and my soul's origination Seriously? and 
Um, so no, I'm so I started off in Polaris and then I moved on to Mission Realmer. Um, and then my soul is um, 46% compassion. And I'm like, that oh is so God. me with everything that I'm doing. Like compassion is a big oh, one for me. So it just, beautiful. yeah, the whole session is like, it resonated so much with me. Amazing. Um, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. So for those who like are like, what is the Akashic Records? It's basically like this vibrational realm, right? Almost like a library of your soul's history, everything you have done, will done, have said, will ever do. It's just all in this this beautiful collective consciousness, essentially. So that's so wonderful that you yeah. had a reading. I yeah. loved it. I want I want to now um train in it. Like that's something that I would love to learn. Do you yeah. um do you know the podcast? Align Within by Ashley Wood. It used to be called Manifest This. Okay, yes, because Ashley Wood, that rings a bell. Um, yeah, you should yeah, check okay. her out. I did my training with Ashley. Um, yeah, she used to have a podcast called Manifest This, which was amazing. She started fresh. It's now called Align Within. And she does um, a training online, which I did with her, and it was just really oh, awesome. Cool. I definitely recommend checking it out. Okay, was, I'll do that again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that we can vibe on all of these things together. I know. It's so good. It feels so good. (laughs) Definitely. And just, okay, so we'll wrap up towards the end of the interview because I guess we've been going for almost an hour, which (laughs) doesn't feel like it whatsoever. No, it doesn't. (laughs) You mentioned a few times that, like, you communicate and talk to your guides. Now, I think it would be interesting because everyone has spirit guides right it's just like whether you're aware of them or not so in what ways do you connect your guides and if people mm-hmm. are familiar how can they learn to tune into their own guides as well okay so um how i learned um was through a good friend of mine and um now for me it's just easier just to talk to them like i can just talk and they're there whereas whenever you're first starting out um, there was an exercise, like a process that you had to go through. Um, so you just get comfortable, close your eyes, and you, your intent is to meet your spirit guides, meet you know, whichever spirit guides want to present themselves to you at this time. You might not meet them all at once, um, but you're going to meet one or maybe a few, <laughs> depending on how many you have as well. Um, so you close your eyes and then you go into, um, just make sure that you're totally relaxed. And there's different steps that you take to get into there. So you visualize whatever, whichever step may look like to you, just an actual step. (laughs) Um, And you see it. So you step up onto that and you're now in the zone of peace. So all you feel is peace and you feel that come over your body. Then once you're feeling in that state, you step up onto the next level and that's love. And you just realize, you just Feel the love and you feel what, um, how much love you're feeling and just go with whatever comes up for you. Then the third step is the step that you're going to take where you're going to meet your spirit guides or you're going to, meet, you're going to be in that realm, in, in their realm, and you step up onto it and you just um, you see your spirit guides. I'm probably saying this not, I'm missing points probably. <laughs> I haven't done this in so long because um, I just get there now, but keep doing this, you step up and you say, okay, show me all my guides. And then you see your guides all clustered and you ask that the spirit, your spirit guides that you need right now come forward. And they come forward and they're standing in front of you. Um, 
and then you ask them to take their places either like behind you, beside you, whatever place they take is the right place. And then you can start to, once you do this enough times, you can start to then ask them questions, ask them like their name or um, why they're here, what message they can give you. Or before you do something that's out of your comfort zone, connect in with them and ask them if they have anything that they can give you or if there's any other um, beings of light out there that can give you some sort of information that you need that could help you. And... Yeah, and whoever will step forward, step forward, and they'll give you information. And sometimes you can get what we call as downloads, where all this information just comes in. Um, yeah. Well, so that's, that's a way of um, connecting in with them. And everyone should do it. Mm. Amazing. Thanks so much for sharing that process. I'm definitely going to try that out after, <laughs> after our call. <laughs> Yeah, that's a really beautiful way of using that stuff visualization to work into those higher levels of consciousness mm -hmm. so that's yes. awesome yes. Nina like I came on here like obviously we we don't know each other and we messaged a little mm -hmm. bit on Instagram but I didn't really know anything about you and it was so amazing to like have such an enriched conversation about so many different mm -hmm. areas that I wasn't even expecting so this has been <laughs> so so cool yeah, yeah thank it you has so been. Much. I love it I love how it's just flowed and yeah, yeah. and I love you and I, <laughs> I would love sister. to keep in touch and just, yeah, yeah and hopefully one day meet in person. Definitely. Um, I yeah. love that. So. Yeah I don't think that would be that far off because I mean I might be in Australia for a year now oh, and, I'm, cool. yeah, and I'm definitely gonna make my way up north because you know winter time it's beautiful here. better to it, go yeah. upwards. Yeah, yeah it's still sure. cold but, still um, cold, but yeah. you'll <laughs> love than, it here. The, the um, town that, that we are in is called Karanda. You should Google yeah. it. It's, it's alternative. <laughs> and it's just like the biggest hippie town. Everyone's so open-minded and just love and welcoming and friendly. And it's, ama it's amazing. Yeah. And we're just like, come and stay with us. We're like in the rainforest. And it's so peaceful and just, yeah. Uh, I'm so keen. Okay. Let's manifest this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. Oh, so <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we can oh, wrap up the interview with just nice. a few like quick fire round fun questions. I think that would okay. be really good. Um, okay, so do you have a favorite crystal? If so, what mm -hmm. and why? Okay, so I have many, but my main one would be rose quartz because mm. that's just love. And honestly, I just love love. And being in that vibration, <laughs> I don't want to be in any other vibration ever. <laughs> but you have to, being human, yeah, you know, it's normal. <laughs> but rose quartz is my favorite crystal. Mm, same, thanks so much. Uh, actually, no, I love rose quartz as well, but I think moonstone is my ultimate. <gasps> I love moonstone. It's yes. energy, right? It is, oh. it's so beautiful, yeah. And then, then citrine is another one of my, like I have so many mm. tigers like this. A lot of different <laughs> but if I had to choose one, it would be rose quartz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually holding a giant crystal now. Okay, the listeners won't be able to see it, but I pulled this one out of the ground. It was in the earth of the community that was last up with Marine Jorge, and they had this crystal patch. And I pulled oh, this, yes. and I've got like all my crystals are from the earth. I'm like, wow, this is, is special. Beautiful. Marie, Marie yeah. actually gave um, some of her crystals from that community to the kids. They got to choose oh which God. ones they wanted. Yeah. Wow. So they have some of those crystals too. Yeah, such a magical <laughs> resonance in that land. So, so good. Wow, it's so beautiful. <laughs> 
Okay, so next question. What is one book that you can recommend that changed your life or changed your perspective? Oh, if you wow. like to read. <laughs> um, I do. I don't have the time with the kids. So <laughs> reading is kind of, I put my meditation and other things before that. Um, but there is one book that I really, uh, actually there's a few books, but one book that I really love is called The Emotion Code. And isn't it amazing? Yeah. Like, I just resonate with it so much. And it's so good for to practice like on your kids. Like I constantly practice on them, with them, with myself, with whoever is willing and open for me to practice on them, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, so for people who don't know what the emotion code is, it is um, releasing trapped emotions, finding out what these trapped emotions are because they affect you in your life. So you could be carrying them on from childhood, which it is usually from not to seven years. You hold on to these emotions that your subconscious does, and it can affect you later on in your life. And maybe there's something that you want to achieve, but you're procrastinating or you're self-sabotaging. There could be a trapped emotion there. Um, and it's finding out what that trapped emotion is and then releasing it. Mm. Um, also, you could have like a physical ailment, a sore back or something, trapped emotion. And once you release that emotion, you're back. It's perfect. <laughs> no more pain. Yeah. yeah, it's so powerful. And it's like through the use of magnets as well, right? You can just yes. use like a fridge magnet or something. And just release it. Yeah, I use Rainbow yeah. for it. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I test myself to find out which will release it the quickest. Um, mm. Like even EFT as well is so powerful. Emotional like freedom, freedom Technique. Freedom Technique, right? yes. yes. Read that book. That's another great book. Like yeah. I love all these um, self-help books in a way that but it's it works on different frequencies and different levels of your being um, that that for me I think is so important <laughs> um, amazing yeah there's also a book called the magic which I recommend for gratitude um, <laughs> that is one of one of my favorite books um, and yeah it's all about gratitude and yeah Awesome. Definitely going to check those two out. Yeah. Do you have a spirit animal? And if so, what resonates I, with that animal? Okay. So, so I feel like my spirit animal is um, an eagle <laughs> because I like to see, like, come out. So with, for example, dark and light, there's always polarity. Um, to choose to be, you have the choice to choose if you want to delve into the dark side or delve into the light side. And being an eagle, I can sort of, you know, look at both and realize, notice both. And I feel like to really understand one, you have to understand the other. And an eagle can, has this perspective, you know, they have, they can see for distances. And I feel like that's what I do It's in any situation, not even that was just an example, but any situation I can zoom out and sort of see it for what it is. It just is. And then choose what I want to do. So I feel like I'm an ego for sure. Yeah. My Amazing. perspective. Love that. Very, very powerful. Yes. Queen of the sky. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Good. And I love being up there. So <laughs> Yeah, floating yeah. around. Yes. Yeah, I definitely yes. feel some that you I, I definitely feel that you have some kind of air sign within either your sun, moon or ascendant. I don't yes. know, just that floaty would... <laughs> creative energy. Yeah. yeah. I'm to find out. You have to let me know. I can send you a link where I can link it in the show notes as well, like where you can just type in like your 
birthday, the time you're born, where you're born, and then it gives you your whole chart. So oh, cool. Yes. So I'll send that to you yeah. as I do it. Yeah, that was crazy. I did that in my last interview I had as well. I'm like, okay. And she sent me her chart. Yes. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, I'm not an astrologer. I don't really know that in that much depth. You can kind of like yeah. understand the archetypes and stuff. Yes. Mm. So, okay. what is your favorite food? Oh, oh, I love um, spicy, not too spicy. So, like Mexican, like I love a vegetarian chili. Oh, yes, made one the other it's, like, so it's so good. like warm and just it comforts you, like you're being <laughs> held <laughs> while you eat. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Okay, we'll go for the last couple of fire questions. So, one I like to ask on all of my episodes is if you were to go and live on the moon, Mm-hmm. You have like your essentials, like your oxygen and your food and water and stuff. What mm-hmm. one personal item would you take with you and why? Oh, oh, <laughs> so this is tough. What would I take with me? Um, I don't really have an item that I would take with me. Just myself is enough because I can go within. And that is where I love being is within. So there's not really one item that I would take, but if, if I had to, I'm like looking around the room thinking, what would I take? <laughs> um, no, like I can, I can leave this all behind. Like, <laughs> I would take, can, can I take my, my kids and my partner and my of dog course. and yeah. our chickens? I love, I love our chickens. <laughs> just the sweetest. Um, Adorable. Yes, that's, that's what I would take. <laughs> love it. So good. Okay, last little fire round. What are you grateful for today, Nina, and why? this conversation getting to connect with you and see you and just like share and connect yeah our connection thank you yeah (laughs) beautiful it's been so much fun and I'm just so happy to have you on the show and hear all about my gratitude box which I will definitely be ordering I'm I'm in a bit of a transitionary stage at the moment I'm going to Sydney on Friday um to teach us this yoga retreat there so I don't know what the situation is like with the address, mm-hmm. but if I have yeah. an address I can order to, I will be ordering, girl, because I just, yeah. it's Come just visit. so, yeah, yeah, no, because it's just so valuable, and I, I really, really just want to thank you for putting this work out into the world and spreading your light mm-hmm. and shining it out and encouraging people to find their own light as well. Yes, and that's what I, I want to do is inspire others not to dim their light, and because in society we're taught to dim our lights. For other people no shine it because it will inspire others to shine theirs and that's what like that's the greatest gift you can give to others is inspiration and inspiring them to just be their true authentic self and go after what they truly want yeah hell yes this does so good <laughs> well thank you so much for being on the show we're gonna thank link you for in having me such such a pleasure honestly and we're gonna link in like all of your links to your instagram where people can find my gratitude box hopefully if you've got something for your reiki and people can connect with you and yeah thank you i look forward to following your journey and hearing how everything unfolds so magically thank you so much for having me and holding this space as well i hope you enjoyed this conversation with nina now as i mentioned this episode is an old one almost a year old And my gratitude box is, in fact, no longer running. Nina is focusing more on her Reiki and some other projects that she has coming up. But 
Nevertheless, she is a beautiful being to follow on social media and to just be inspired by her magical journey that she is living. So definitely have a little look out for her page. Thank you so much again for tuning in. And as my health is becoming much more restored, I have the energy now to do more interviews and yeah, where I live, there's just so many incredible and interesting and inspiring people around me. So I have some awesome interviews lined up. So keep your third eyes open and peeled for those. So thank you so much for tuning in. I send you so, so much love.